Dr. Amy Acton's entry into the U.S. Senate race in Ohio suddenly looks a lot more likely. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine takes credit for the state's nursing home vaccination success, but should he? And Cleveland schools officials continue to struggle with their decision on whether to let students play sports during the pandemic. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Friday, February the 5th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Dr. Amy Acton's entry into the U.S. Senate race looks a bit more likely after the former Ohio Director of Health announced she is leaving her job at the nonprofit Columbus Foundation as she considers running. Acton, a Democrat who became a household name with towering approval numbers during the early part of the pandemic, spoke publicly for the first time about a bid. She said, whatever my decision, I know with absolute certainty I won't stop working to provide healing and hope to all Ohioans. Sounds like somebody who just might run. No one has officially declared intentions to run for the seat being vacated after next year by Rob Portman, but not a day has gone by since Portman's announcement last week that he would not seek re-election without news of someone considering it or announcing they are not running. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine continues to tout the rapid coronavirus vaccinations in the state's nursing homes, but is he taking credit for something that he had nothing to do with? The nursing home vaccinations have been a big success. First doses were administered within a month, and 89% of second doses were finished in nursing homes as of Tuesday, a very fast pace considering Ohio has 920 skilled nursing facilities, the second highest per capita in the nation. But the Pharmacy Partnership for Long-Term Care program that provided those vaccinations is actually run by the federal government, not the state. The federal government, under then-President Donald Trump, contracted with pharmacies to give the shots. DeWine says his role was in welcoming the federal program earlier than most states, which is why he thinks he should be able to take credit. The vaccinations for which DeWine is solely responsible, for the rest of us, have moved much more slowly than in the nursing homes. The Cleveland Metropolitan School District hasn't offered any sports during remote learning while other schools play on, and we still don't know when the district might return to buildings, as that depends on vaccines. While critics say not allowing sports has dire consequences for kids, the district has said that until it can ensure every child will be safe, the children will have to wait it out. The district has noted that many students in Cleveland live with single parents who are vulnerable to the virus and the risk in infecting those caregivers imperils the children. The COVID-19 pandemic made 2020 the deadliest year for the nation's law enforcement officers since 1974, says the Washington, D.C.-based National Law Enforcement Officer Memorial and Museum. It found that COVID-19 accounted for more dead police officers than any other cause, including gun violence and traffic crashes combined. The organization counted 264 total line-of-duty deaths last year, nearly double the 135 killed in 2019. 
A separate report from one of the nation's largest police unions says that more than 400 law enforcement officers died of COVID-19 from the beginning of the pandemic through Wednesday, including 11 in Ohio. That conflicts with the Washington, D.C. group's report, which shows no confirmed law enforcement deaths in Ohio due to the coronavirus. The Cleveland Police Department is the largest police force in Northeast Ohio, with more than 1,600 officers, and none of its officers died from COVID-19 last year. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine has given the Cleveland Cavaliers another variance from his coronavirus limits on indoor gatherings, boosting the number of fans who can attend games at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse to 2,720. That's 14% of the arena's capacity. This change goes into effect immediately, and the Cavs have already made more seats available for this weekend's back-to-back series against the Milwaukee Bucks. The limit had been 2,000, which is still way over the limit of 300 that DeWine has imposed on all other indoor gatherings. The Cavs had a virtual meeting with the state to demonstrate safety measures they believe should allow 4,600 into the arena per game. The state did not go that far, but the increase to the 2,720 does show the state respects the protocols and enhancements the Cavs have made to keep the fans safe. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. Have a good weekend and stay warm. A polar vortex is on the way.